1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBG dot com. Leanne. Yes, sir. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? Excellent.
2: All right. And I got your three headlines here. You pick out the real one. You're going to a concert in August. How about that? You're going to go see Daughtry. That would be great. Doesn't that sound wonderful? That's where I like, you know, when I, when I, when I think about some of the happy places, C- uh, concert is definitely on that list of a happy place. So I'm excited to get back to that someday. Hopefully yes, in August, do. right? Hopefully yeah. in August. So here we go. Which one of these three headlines is the real one? Is it a guy gets fired after coworker catches him not washing his hands after using the bathroom? Is it B? A boss punches an employee for coming to work after being told to stay home due to coronavirus. Or C, woman quits her job and sues after learning her boss wasn't wearing pants during a Zoom meeting. Oh, goodness. I have no idea. Um, C? No. Why don't you guess B? Um, Okay, B. B it is.
1: That is amazing. Wow. (laughs) You are good, Leanne. You are very good. good. You are yes, on it. Yes. Well you know, lots of bosses are figuring out new management styles to adjust to the pandemic. I would probably not recommend this one, but there's a forty six year old guy in Yamagata, Japan, and he is a manager at a construction company. Turns out one of his employees, a guy in his twenties, he went on a trip to another city recently. So the boss told him, stay home, because you've been traveling. You know, there's a coronavirus risk associated with that, so stay home. Well, the guy came to work anyway, and the boss Uh responded by punching him in the face. The boss was arrested. Probably got some
2: germs on his knuckles by doing that, too. Probably. Not social distancing. Yeah. (laughs)
1: So, anyway. Boss was arrested, (laughs) And that's that story. It is a little before 7 o'clock with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102.
3: Burger King just introduced a new sandwich called the Roasted Garlic King, which is a burger with a thick garlic sauce. Burger King said, if
1: this doesn't keep people six feet away, nothing will.
2: This weekend, Al Roker's daughter got engaged. Al was so excited, he said, not only am I excited, but here are all the other people getting engaged in your neck of the woods. (laughs)
1: WWE will continue to hold matches, but without crowds at the match. Is professional wrestling without a crowd still even professional wrestling? I mean, at that point, isn't it just an argument on a trampoline?
3: (laughs) ESPN aired the first ever NBA horse competition this weekend where players competed against each other from different locations. And I didn't watch, but I'm guessing the winner was Netflix. (laughs)
2: Arnie Schwarzenegger sent a thousand lunches to medical workers yesterday. Most of them were chicken salad, but as Arnold puts it, not the tuna. Cute.
1: 637, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We have another freeze warning in effect. Until 9 a.m. And clouds on the increase again. We got clear skies for the moment. Clouds moving back in. Late day showers at a high of fifty. Right now, it's 28 at Cincinnati's Q102. Remember
2: back when Amy Schumer had her baby and and we heard the name and and we thought it was probably a joke? Because she named him Gene Attell Fisher. Uh And when you say it all together, it sounds like Genital Fisher. (laughs) And (laughs) it's just kind of like, all right, Amy. And so we kind of sat back and waited for us to, for her to tell us the real name. Yeah. Well, only to find out that that was the real name, but she's doing a podcast and on her latest one, I'm not sure if you have the audio or not. She says, um, you do. Okay. So (laughs) do you guys know that Jean, our baby's name is officially changed? It's now Gene David Fisher. It was Gene Attell Fisher, but we
0: realized that we by accident named our son Genital. Yeah. (laughs) Gene Attell sounds like Genital. But his middle name is now David, which is also after Attell, and
2: my dad's middle name is David.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it took that long for them to (laughs) realize.
2: To piece that together, because that's the first thing. I I remember we had a, oh God, what did Lori...
3: Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
0: Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com.
2: Yeah, Lori Lewis was when she named her daughter, she went trying to figure out her. Yeah. Harley, and was trying to find a name that kids couldn't make a rhyme to or make it oh, make fun mess of her? with, make fun of her, you know. It's just not and, easy and to do. No, because you can pretty much make a rhyme, you know. Yeah. I don't know why I can't think of any off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of how you know children were tortured when I was in school with their names, but oh, um, like
3: Jennifer Frischs, that was right. horrible yeah. <clears throat> exactly I mean they you can't do anything about that, but I mean yeah. there were a lot like I remember our boss was because her name is Patty, people would make like rhyme fat with Patty, and they would call her patty mm-hmm. Patty yeah.
2: yeah, stuff yeah. like that, and so she settled on Harley, and the very first thing that popped into my mind was gnarly Harley. Oh. Yeah. There is one there. That's but, the hardest yeah. thing,
3: though, as a parent, like naming your kid. Because, I mean, clearly they they could be stuck with it for the rest of their lives. Sure. Especially if
2: you have a, a a last name Yeah, that, you know, there's not much you can do about that one. And then it's your fault.
1: <laughs> right. And then you feel guilty for screwing up your kids. So at least Amy uh-huh. Schumer can go back and say, honey, we tried. I'm sorry they're making we fun of you. It. Whatever they're calling we you. We called you Gene. But it but could have, have been <laughs> a lot worse. Right. <laughs>
2: He's going to grow up and be like, you know, my mother originally named me Genital Fisher, just so you know.
1: Yeah, maybe he'll, you know, turn around and go back to that. Maybe he's like, yeah, I like that name.
3: It's a good stage name if he decides to go, you know, the route of adult film.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, the COVID-19 pandemic will inspire a lot of what ifs, especially how things could have been different if we had been more prepared. But there are surely some positive what ifs as well. Bullets we may have dodged. The Wall Street Journal suggests that the San Francisco 49ers blowing their 10-point fourth quarter lead in the Super Bowl might have actually saved lives because we now know there were two reported cases of the coronavirus the day after the game. So, obviously, there were people already infected there. Now, throw in a victory parade that would have attracted more than a million people, which would have resulted in a massive spread on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. This kind of thing has happened before. Thousands of people were infected during Philadelphia's World War I parade back in the days of the 1918 Spanish flu, and it set off a record second wave of deaths. One of the doctors from UCSF's Department of Medicine said this may go down in history as being, yes, a brutal sports loss, but one that may have ultimately saved countless lives. Wow. Isn't that crazy?
2: That is crazy to think about. Yeah, to yeah. think about that. Yeah. Very scary. Unreal. And how easily that could have been a huge disaster. hmm So American Idol is still on the air. It uh, survived cancellation by Fox. It's, it's, it's making it through the coronavirus pandemic and starting on April 26th. Shows are going to air live, but it's going to happen remotely. Contestants are going to be performing from home. The judges will judge from home. And Ryan Seacrest will host from home. Oh, wow. I know. The last member of the Top 20 is going to be revealed this Sunday on the second part of American Idol. This is me. A behind-the-scenes look at the remaining contestants. That mixes unseen footage with performance highlights. Now, Idol isn't the only primetime show to work around the coronavirus. The CBS legal drama, drama, All Rise, is doing a remotely filmed episode set during the quarantine, and it's going to air on May 4th. I've not seen that show. Me neither. No. Okay. But that'll be interesting to watch everybody from home on Idol.
1: Right.
3: It'll, it'll be fun to see Katy Perry with her little baby bump. I uh, follow her on Instagram, and she dressed up like the Easter Bunny
2: on easter pregnant and, easter bunny
3: yeah she had like a little <laughs> zip up costume on with a little hat on and you could see her little baby bump it she's getting there it's really cute cute
1: well and in case you're wondering gwen stefani is still on the job keeping blake shelton's mullet in shape she was tidying up the sides during their social distancing interview on monday's episode of the tonight show they're on blake's porch in oklahoma and he does most of the talking but uh, he says they've been passing the time baking bread and gardening and building fences. And you see Gwen kind of moving around the porch, trimming his hair as, as Blake tries to make Jimmy laugh. But everybody's making it work remotely. Doing their best. Doing their best. Exactly.
2: I've been thinking about trying to cut Jacob's hair so long. And it's just, ugh.
1: Is it it's hard. becoming a problem? Dare. or?
2: Buzz cut. Well, when I when I help him with it, it's not because he's got these curls, so I wet it and you know get it to curl. But he then he goes over to his dad and he brushes it.
1: Oh boy! Oh.
3: And
2: right, so once he does that, we so have a fuzzy looking. Right, <laughs> it's long and fuzzy and just kind of all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> that's Maybe why I have hat. not
1: posted my uh, my senior picture this year. Everyone's been I want to see yours. Nope. Why not? Because is it that your bad? son, your son's hair with a nylon brush.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was
3: curious why Tim hasn't asked us for that. He's usually the one on the yeah. show that's like, "Send me your picture of blah blah blah," or "Send me a picture of blah blah blah." And I'm now like, we okay. know. Mm-hmm.
1: Could it be I any worse, any more humiliating than mine, Tim? Really? Yours is amazing, Jeff. Yours you do have a lot. You have a lot of hair, notch. a lot of
3: facial hair, a lot of hair.
1: <laughs> up top. I, I have a helmet hair head, everywhere. a hairsprayed helmet head, and an out of control beard, man. All right, send them to me. I'll go get my yearbook in the basement, and we'll post them later. I'm wearing the biggest Foster Grant eyeglasses you have ever seen in your life.
2: They take up half your face. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Did you even need glasses, or was that just for the look?
1: Uh no, I was having problems, like, <laughs> adjusting my eyes, adjusting from, like, the blackboard distance from the blackboard oh, to, like, what I had in front of me. When I first met
3: you, you didn't have glasses, and I was curious about that when I saw your senior picture, because I was like, I didn't know Jeff had gla- glasses.
1: Yeah, in the Except ninth for- grade, I got diagnosed with dyslexia, and they sent me to the Landmark School, and they said, you know, it might help if you wear these special glasses that help your eyes. Adjust. they were like bifocals, basically. Yeah, where, You know, gotcha. you basically look up and down, and it helped me in class. But yeah, once I once I left school, I stopped wearing them because I didn't feel like I needed them. And I was doing we- fine here, but I got, you know, like 10 different video monitors in front of me. Yeah. Plus everything else that, you know, and I'm just getting older where it was time. So now I wear them full time. Now I can't get rid of them. Although I thought about like doing contacts, but I don't know. I kind of like glasses. I like wearing glasses.
2: I like having the extra fashion accessory to play with.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with you.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.